0: Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3.
1: Neil, our guest this morning, a very interesting project happening over at NTU. Hazel Tan, who is a fourth-year student at the Wee Kim Wee School of Communications and Information, joining us in the studio to talk about a campaign they're doing called "Dying to Talk." Hazel, thanks for joining us today.
2: Yeah. Hi, thanks so much for having me.
1: Now, yeah. this is um, this digital campaign that you're doing is to encourage conversations about dying, death, and funerals. Now, this yeah. is a topic that probably we don't assume that most university students are going to be diving into. So (laughs) tell us how it started and what's it all about.
2: Sure thing. Yeah, so our campaign, like you said, is called Dying to Talk. And as the name suggests, it's an initiative that aims to encourage conversations about death in Singapore. Um, I'll just share some of the highlights of our campaign. Sure. Basically, um, it involves a death dinner experience. And while this actually started as an international initiative, we wanted to adapt it because mealtimes are something that is especially close to the hearts of Singaporeans. Mm. And, you know, it's a time that we set aside from our busy lives to catch up with one another over conversations. And we really wanted to show families in Singapore through this campaign that talking about death doesn't have to be dark or dreary at all. It can certainly be done over like a casual dinner setting. Mm. And so last year, we, we invited four Singaporean families uh, to take part in this experience, which we documented into a four-part video series. And so they carried out their conversations with the help of a, just a simple conversation kit, which we have termed a tapau kit. And so in Singapore, mm. when we say tapau, it's like taking away mm. food, right? Sure. So, so uh, going along the idea of taking away a conversation once they have watched it online. Yeah. And the, the reason for this Tapao Kit is uh, because we want to help make talking about death easy and accessible uh, for all. Because we all know that death is is kind of like a taboo in Singapore as well as other Asian societies.
0: Well, let me ask you there. You, say, you mentioned yeah. four Asian families. Yeah clearly it is, as we all know, it is a bit of a taboo subject. Why, mm. why was it that you felt that this was something that Asian families needed to talk about?
2: Right. I think because for in Asian societies, this is a topic where a culture of silence really just surrounds mm. it. I think as children, especially in, in Asia, we feel bringing it up means you do not respect your parents right. or it means that uh, you're not a filial son mm. or daughter. Uh, however, there are so many more repercussions if we don't talk about it when we don't talk about it we don't know what our parents want uh, eventually death is going to it, it's an unavoidable reality for every yep. single human being death and being. taxes yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: that's right yeah. yeah
2: yeah exactly so I mean if it's if it's unavoidable why aren't we talking about it more yeah, yeah. which is why we wanted to address it
1: we're speaking with Hazel Tan who is a fourth year student at the We Kim We School of Communication at Nanyang Technological University along with three other teammates Lin yeah. Chan Janice Ng and and, Yoji Yi, you started this online digital campaign called Dying to Talk, yeah. which is a conversation about, uh, about death and, and funerals. You mentioned there are four, four different videos yes. that came out. Yeah. Take us just briefly through what, what each of the videos has. Right.
2: And, yeah. Right, so each of the videos uh, feature a different family, and for each family, there's kind of like uh, an excuse that we usually have uh, when we don't we don't want to talk about death. For example, uh, my child is too young to talk about death, mm. or we've talked we've talked about it already, so why why do we need to? And so, uh, in releasing these four videos, uh, we want to debunk. These excuses and show and show families that you know we can give you the resources. We can uh, kind of empower you to have these conversations, regardless of whatever you feel might be that um, limitation to having the conversation.
1: And, yeah. and how long have the videos been out? Are they just, oh, you're just releasing so, them, right? Yeah,
2: just releasing them. So our campaign actually launches today. Yeah. Uh, and so we'll be releasing the videos kind of like on a weekly basis uh, for the next four weeks. So every week we'll feature, we'll feature a new video and, and, and share them with uh, families in Singapore.
0: Mm. I'm curious, when you mentioned the children, the children's yeah. relationship with parents and, yeah. and death, You know, on personal experience, I know Glenn has a very poignant personal experience about this. But I was thinking about my daughter while I was listening to you. Mm. And when her grandmother died when she was five or six, her attitude was almost so flippant to death. You know, it almost made me angry. She was like, "Okay, fine. You know, she's died. But when, when her grandfather died when she was 10 or 11. She was hysterically sad, obviously, because right. she's grown and she understands more the concept of death. Yeah. When you looked at these four families, I'm guessing they had different ages of yeah. children. Did you see differences in, in responses and reactions when you spoke to the children and the parents?
2: Yeah, for sure. I think, like you said, the the concept and the perception of death evolves over time and as we grow up. For example, one of the families... Uh, This father has a 12-year-old daughter. And one of the stories that she shared was about how her cat passed away and how she felt when her cat passed away. And I think at that point in time, when when you're young, that's kind of like the only or the few associations you have to death and 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 just hearing her share about it was interesting because death was a real concept to her but at the same time, I think she hasn't experienced like a death of a, of a loved one right. uh, in, in her family whereas of course, when we were speaking to families with, with older children, the issue was important to them because they wanted to know their parents' wishes and preferences mm. uh, when it comes to end of life so in that sense, it kind of varied across the board.
1: Yeah, with Hazel Tan, who is a fourth-year student at NTU. And she and her team of uh, three others have started an online digital campaign called Dying to Talk to encourage conversations about death and dying and funerals. And Hazel, two years ago today, my, my dad passed away. Mm. And we had um, prior—he was in hospice prior to to passing. Mm. And we had had very open conversations with, with our kids, who were then 8 and 11. Wow. And I sense from what you you said earlier that perhaps we, you know, Westerners um, might tend to be more open to having those conversations mm-hmm. within our families, mm-hmm. more so than than uh, maybe some Asian cultures do, yeah. especially Chinese, yes. um, where it is so taboo. But. It, when you look at the videos that you've done, the four videos that you're launching and rolling mm-hmm. out as of today, would would these be helpful to families not only that are maybe preparing for a loved one to pass away mm. or somebody who has already passed away mm. does it does it work for both both sides of of this?
2: right. I, I would say it definitely caters more to, to a family that's, that's preparing for, you know, just a generic family uh, who wants to address death as a topic right. and they've not taken that first step to talk about death. But but regardless, I think it would definitely be beneficial. One of the things we witnessed when we were filming the videos with the four families was that we saw that it brought the families closer yeah. and we saw that the families were able to express things that they hadn't expressed before or didn't have the opportunity to express before. And I think that would be valuable to to any family unit. You know, yeah, just for children to understand their parents more and for parents to be able to express things to their children, especially in Singapore, uh, when, yeah. when they don't usually don't get the chance to
1: how, how are you putting these videos out, uh, I, I would assume on YouTube or whatever, but is there a platform for yeah. people to go to to access these? Yep,
2: yeah, yeah, for sure. So we'll be running most of our online digital campaign uh, on Facebook for the next one month. And you can find it at the page Dying to Talk. Yeah. And um, on this page. On this Page You'll be able to see all the videos that we release, uh, as well as a website that we have uh, at dyingtotalk.net. So people will be able to see the videos, resources that we have, uh, as well just step-by-step guide and instructions for how you can approach your own conversation at home. So it
1: does have more materials and not just the videos themselves. What are you hoping the conversation looks like on social media are you hoping people post on your facebook page and 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 what do you hope they'll yeah. they'll be talking about right
2: ideally so we have a uh This a kit called a Tapao Kit, right? Which I mentioned earlier on. Uh, And in this Tapao Kit, people will find a step-by-step guide as to how to have that conversation. Um, There are resources, activities even, where you can write your own eulogy or draw your own coffin. And we are trying to encourage people to watch the videos, receive their own Tapao Kit, so they can either download an online Tapao Kit or they can request for a physical Mm. Tapao Kit, which we'll be sharing with you guys in the studio later on as well. Uh, And once they experience that, uh, use the Tapao kit with their family, uh, we'll be encouraging them, yes, to share it online on Facebook and, and to tag us. And we're hoping that this would kind of spark a movement or inspire other families to to do the same.
0: Fantastic. It is a complex issue, but since you mentioned the word Tapao so many times, <laughs> what would be one or two of the key takeaways that you discovered du- during this process for our listeners?
2: Right. I think when we were entering uh, the industry, because there are players in the the field that have been trying to address this issue Mm. and so many initiatives out there that have been done already. And I think the last thing we wanted to do is come in, just start an initiative and once we finish our project, just leave a vacuum there and and not be part of something bigger. And so something we really thought about in, in this entire process was the sustainability uh, of the project, which is why we wanted to partner with people who we're, were working with Ang Chin Mo Foundation um, and we talked to various uh, organisers and stakeholders in, in the field and and we, we wanted to find out how we could be part of that process. And and same thing as the Tapao K as well, it's, it's thinking about how conversations can continue beyond our campaign even Mm. once we once we leave once it finishes
1: that's great wonderful Hazel Tan, fourth-year student at NTU, their online digital campaign, Dying to Talk, along with your classmates, Lin Chan, Janice Ng, and Yoji. Ji Yi uh, Dyingtotalk.net is the website, and then also Dying to Talk on Facebook so is how people can access these videos. Thanks so much for being with us on Weekend Mornings.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg